Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon on Tuesday, February 22nd, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your... uh, you're uh, hot and heavy. Well, did you did you change the camera set? I feel like we're dark. Did you do that? I, I, I didn't that. do anything, but yeah, we do look dark. You got to fix that, buddy. You, you tell people we're going to talk about today because we got new used car market data. That's what we're going to focus on. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, once once we're not so dark, um, it, it's I, I learned it's that thing in the middle of the screen. At the base. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you know we're we're we 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 are way oh we're oh we're lightening up, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're probably too light. Yeah, now I just went from having a deep tan to uh, being okay. The here's the deal. whitest person on the planet. Here's the deal, pops. Yeah, used car market. We've got an update on prices. Look at the background behind us. Also, scoot scoot towards me a little. Okay, I'm getting like ACD. Look at the background. Look at that. It's green. Fire, oh no. It says fire sale. Really? Yeah. Uh, is this is Volkswagen's attempt to make up for the three hundred and fifty million dollars <laughs> lost vehicles that are that are let's burning start, and floating off the Azores. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that, but let's start here. Okay. Boom. This week, may I say, boom shakalaka, buddy. You you can say whatever you want. It's your show. Uh, yeah. It's Used car show. market. Yeah. Yeah, down over three-fourths of a point. Last week, we saw the largest depreciation so far this year in the used car market on the wholesale side. And we've seen it repeated again this week. And actually, the truck and SUV segment went up pretty considerably. You know, it was 0.58 to 0.75. Yeah. This is, like you said last week, a trend. Now it's becoming, uh, I don't know, something that I a would expect. I would expect this to happen again next week. Like there, there is no indication that this should stop. Is is the way that I'm thinking about it. Well, the reason that it <coughs> that it shouldn't stop is can't uh, stop, won't stop. Oh my god, could that be a song? Probably, title? I don't know. Um, but the reason that it shouldn't stop is because the vehicles are so overvalued to begin with um, that at a certain point. Those who are um, uh, required to buy cars um, for dealership groups have to finally say to themselves, this is knuck and futz. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not paying these prices. These vehicles aren't worth these prices. And this continues. So what we're seeing on the wholesale side continues to reinforce what we're hearing about on the retail side. Your friends that are still in the business plus the YAA community. What we're hearing is, yes, you want to negotiate on a used car? Go ahead, because yes. now I need to, because I can't go take it to the auction and turn around and it appreciated over the past month that I've been sitting on it. They, this yeah, reinforces they, that. Now they can take it to the auction and they can lose money. Well, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what would happen. So instead yeah. of doing that, what am I going to do? I'm going to I'm going to sell it. Uh, to I, a retail I would customer. I would rather I would rather discount it and sell it to a re- retail customer and have them uh, be confronted by my finance and insurance managers um, who will attempt to make some money on the back end. And if they're any good at their job, not only will they attempt to, but they will. So make let's money on the back end. Let's break down the data here, pops. Let's look at the different segments of vehicles, mid-sized cars. That's where the biggest decline was. Nearly one and a half percent decline yes. week over week. Full size cars. Yeah. 
these are going to be your Ford Fusions, your Chevy Malibus, your uh, I don't know. Can you think of any more? Malibu's not a full size car. Is a Malibu a full size car? No, no, no. Chavi. Chevy Malibu. Oh, I was thinking the Impalibu. Yes, the, the Impalibu. Impalibu? Yeah. I think the Impala. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. What do you, what do, you, what do you get when you, when you crossbreed an Impala with a Malibu? You get an Impalibu. Then, like Bob's, you still have vans. <laughs> yeah, full size vans appreciating yeah. week over week. The only segment, the only segment of vehicle that has continued to appreciate. As we've seen everything else come down, minivans are down, full size crossovers are down, even trucks. Trucks, which we're appreciating like yeah. crazy as well. Subcontact crossovers down almost a full point. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's across the board that we're seeing values continue to go down. Yeah. And here you go. The wholesale weekly price index. Purple line. Yeah. Last year. Okay. Per, isn't that what they're building uh, now? There's one in, in the in the Washington DC area. Yeah, there's the a purple, purple line. line. Yeah. But but purple line last year. Remember, each year starts at one on yeah. this index. Yeah. Last year, wholesale prices ended the year up nearly 52% from yes. where they started. Yes. Okay. The prior year was this orange line. So, so prices in 2020 ended 2020 up about 12%. So yes. two, over two years, yeah. prices appreciated nearly 64, 60, 64%. Yes. It's going down. 2022 is the green line. Yeah. Let me zoom in there. Yeah. Look, it's going down. It's going down. Down. Not significantly so far. But more than it's gone down in the past couple of years, that's yes. for sure. Yes. That's well, let's big... see. If you look at the if you look at the purple line, yep. which they're building presently, um, or they were last year, they're not building it any longer. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> the purple line. Why are you mis giving misinformation about the state of the purple line? It is being built in the. Okay. The, the, but but, what, the, what you, but my point is the. You're purple, not even from here. The purple line on here is is not being built anymore because it, it ended. <laughs> the end of december but my 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 point is that the purple line started the year down slightly in at the beginning of, of 2021 yeah you're talking about right there yes and the green line which is 2022 is already lower than the purple line had been at the start of last year. Now, this is strong analysis here, folks. Like, you don't even have to pay for admission to this. The green line isn't as low as the purple line. The purple line's still not getting built because it's new. I mean, where else can you find that type of hard-hitting analysis? Only in, only in D.C., ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, though. Yeah. Were there any other takeaways here, Dad, from uh, um, the, the, the market report from Blackbook? There's one other thing that I noticed, which let me pull it back up on the screen for everyone. This is going to be your retail listing price. Yes. Retail listing prices for the first time started to budge down last week. And again, the story that we've been seeing when we talk to our members and we talk to our community, we talk to people like Phil and Justice and Mario that are helping our members back at joinya.com. What we're hearing is listing prices aren't changing. Not selling much. prices are changing. Selling, yeah, the listing prices are still sky high, um, and selling prices are probably still sky high. Uh, but there are more and more dealers that are willing to at least negotiate to some degree off of their asking price, um, which is a start. Okay, it's you know, are they are are they willing to to reduce the asking price significantly? Maybe not in a lot of cases, but the fact that there's movement. Yep a downward movement in what they're willing to accept. That's a good sign for the consumers. Now, that's not to say if you're a consumer that you should rush out and buy a car right now. Absolutely not. 
you still need to stay out of the market. The more people that can stay out of the market, the more pressure it will bring to bear on the dealers to ultimately lower their pricing. Here is some actual heavy-hitting analysis. Thanks for this. Igor, my good friend, Herb Chambers, yeah. who owns the largest automotive dealer group in New England, took over 200 cars last week to the auction because they were losing money by sitting around. We reinforce this show yeah. after show, which is... Dealers do not pay cash for their inventory. They finance it. Although just like, Herb Chambers probably could. <laughs> <laughs> they finance it like you yes. or I would. Yes. You're paying interest on that every day that the vehicle sits there. We're yes. seeing interest rates go up and we're seeing consumer sentiment, the willingness to buy cars at these inflated prices go down. What options do you have? Yeah, you turn them and you sell them at the auction before. And you would do that if you anticipate that prices are going to continue to go down. And, and you know, there's any number of factors that that could lead into pricing continuing to go down. And, um, you know, there, there could be other types of shortages uh, because of what's going on in, the, in the Russia and Ukraine that ultimately end up impacting us here in this country um, that could impact pricing on vehicles and availability of vehicles. Now, another thing I want to turn our attention to would be the sales rate and one comment that BlackBook had in here, which I think is timely. So this is the, the rate at which vehicles are sold at the auction. Yes. Not too much to really glean from it. It's it stayed pretty steady. It's meaning yes. 61% of the vehicles that went across the auction block, even though less and less vehicles are going across the auction block, actually sold. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. You're sounding so Here's better. what I found actually interesting. Yes. The estimated average weekly sales rate has dropped to 61% this week after a few weeks at 62%. Again, yes. Big, no, no big, big deal. Drop, yeah. Last year, March yeah. was when the sales rate significantly picked up, jumping approximately 10% in a month. You've said this time and time again, Dad. It's January. It's mm. February. And I believe you. Yeah. Come come March, April, May, selling season is a thing. Yes. It would we would not I I'll say I would not be surprised if we see an increase, a small increase, or at least a slowdown in the depreciation um, that we're seeing. Uh, in the I used would car I would market. say if there's an increase this year, it'll be a modest increase. It won't be as significant an increase as what we saw last year. Yeah, exactly. We've got an interesting comment here from yeah. retired MCO. Kevin Hunter, the homework guy. Yeah, got a channel out there. Ran your story from yesterday about the California VW and Mazda dealership who doesn't sell over MSRP. Congratulations. That's awesome. And it's great to be able to surface dealers and sellers who are out there not trying to, to you know take advantage of the situation, yes, just trying absolutely. to build long-term relationships with their customers. Now let's switch gears for a second here and let's talk okay. about yeah. let's talk about vehicles that put you in a position to potentially get taken advantage of. I hate to frame it like that, but that's the reality. Okay. This comes by way of our friend Julie Blackley over yeah. at uh, iccars.com. The fastest selling new and used cars last month pops. Which vehicles were the hottest sellers in January amid the continued used car price increases. Yes. Now, I can't wait to see their data for next month because if they tell a story where used car prices are continuing to go up, I'm going to be a little, little concerned because yeah. we know used car we prices. Need, we need a better storyteller. All right. Do you have a guess of what the uh, fastest selling new car was last month? New car? Yeah. New car. I don't know. Do you think it has anything to do with this Kia Telluride that's on the page? Um, no, not at all. Wait, wait. Look that way. I want to look at it. Don't look at, don't look, keep, don't, don't look. I'm not looking, I, you know, my peripheral vision's really bad today. Stop, stop, don't look. Is your, is your vision bad today? No. <laughs> Are your eyes good? I can see you clearly. Okay, I'm just making yeah. sure. And with my new hearing aids, I can hear you clearly. Okay, so here's the deal. So keep, don't, don't, keep I'm not, not looking. I'm, I'm looking. Everyone in the you. chat. Everyone... I am admiring uh, the, uh, the handsomeness of your, of your being. 
Nice. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Okay, so everyone in the chat, as yes. well as myself, can see this. What do you think the number one... You know number one because it was the image, right? It's the fastest-selling new car in January was. Corvette. No. Uh, what? No, don't look. I want to hear your guesses. <laughs> Come on, what's your guess? Don't look. New You're covering the computer screen. The fastest-selling new car in January? Yeah. Come on now. Um, the Telluride. The Telluride. Okay. Now, what was number two, do you think? Uh, it's a Toyota product. The RAV4. Um, no, that was number 12. The Corolla. Not the Corolla. So take a peek. So take a peek. This list is pretty No, I don't want to look. All right. What's number three? It's um, another Toyota product. Um, it rhymes with Vienna. The uh, the Venza. No, come on. It rhymes <laughs> the with Sienna. The... Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Now number four is a vehicle that you sold for a long time. You even owned one. I did. Yep. What did I sell for a long time? An Acura. Okay. MDX. Yeah. The Acura MDX is the fourth. Was the fourth fastest. I owned more than one. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Now part of the reason the Acura could have been so fast selling is because I think Acura has like a 13 day supply out there well, or like but, an eight day supply of the MDX right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's is... it's still such a desirable vehicle. Definitely is. Yeah, one of the one of the nicest seven passenger SUVs out there. Let me show you something actually that kind of ties not in. To look. I'm I'm just I'm just You can look. You can no, look. I I am so mesmerized by <laughs> by that, your hair. I'm having a good hair day. You are having a good hair. Doesn't day. happen always. I posted this on Twitter. Take a peek, Pops. I saw this on Twitter. You know, I, I am a big Twitter guy. Over the past decade, yeah, Subaru had grown year over year, nearly 10% each year, which is insane. Yes. Okay. Why were their sales down 25% in 2020 and down in 2021 as well? Listen cars. to this. Yeah. In February of 2018, I pulled this data from Automotive News. Yeah. Subaru had 94,800 vehicles in inventory across their 634 dealerships. Yeah. It's 150 cars per dealership. And and I will guarantee you in February of 2018, every one of those 634 dealers was screaming, we need more cars. And they had. I was looking at it this yeah. morning. Again, Automotive News has this treasure trove of data that I looked yeah. through. It was like a 60-day supply of inventory. Yeah. And they were all saying, we need more. We want more. Dad, today, yeah. the latest data for February from Automotive News. Yeah. Subaru has 8,400 vehicles in inventory across their 634 dealerships. That's not good. That's 13 vehicles. Yeah. So coming full circle here, yeah. the fastest selling vehicles. Yeah. The reason the Acura is selling in 16 days is because yeah. the moment one hits a lot, it's probably already spoken for, to be honest. Well, yeah. All of these are already spoken yeah, for. Yeah. So is all the Subarus. All the Subarus on here, yeah. the Crosstrek, yeah. yep, the Forester, et cetera. Yeah. Interesting data from IC cars, but the reality is new cars are spoken for. That's kind of the reality in the market right now. Well, it, it is, except for a lot of the Fords. But, yes. But- uh, yeah, most of your new cars, especially at your Asian branded dealers and some of your uh, European branded dealers, are all spoken for prior to the vehicles ever getting to the uh, to the dealership. And and the reality is, if you're going to buy a new car, factory order is still a viable option, right? Quite yes. frankly, it's actually the probably the more educated option would be. Well, factory I mean, order. Ford, for instance, will reward you with a Ford rebate of a thousand dollars for having factory ordered a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. So. They're not rewarding you with $1,000 for buying a vehicle out of dealer inventory. <laughs> no, because there aren't any. Let's look at the used car side. Do you okay. want to take a guess? Well, uh, Fastest selling used car. Uh, in the G-Wagon. The G-Wagon. No, not even on the list. Stop it. Not on the list. Oh, fastest selling. Not most expensive. Oh, okay. Fastest selling the uh, Telluride. Um, not even on the list. Not even on the list. Oh, stop it! Not on the list. Okay, then I have no idea. Tesla Model Y. 
yeah. is number one, taking 25 and, and is days that, to sell. Is that the letter Y or is that the W-H-Y? Tesla, Y. The Tesla Prius Prime. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean good. to make the joke. Tesla Prius Prime, Tesla Prius Prime, Toyota Prius Prime, the Honda Insight, Tesla Model 3, and the Toyota Prius. That rounds out your top five. You've well, got wait, used... wait, wait, wait a second. Every one of those is 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 a, a hybrid or an electric vehicle of some kind. So you're saying when it comes to pre-owned cars, the fastest selling pre-owned cars. Take the number six in there and the number seven as well. You've got the Corolla Hybrid and the Mach-E. The, the first seven. Are all uh, hybrid or EV vehicles? Oh my God! So what does that say? What What does that really say? What I do mean, you think? Huh? what do you think it's saying? There's a market for those cars, apparently. It seems that way, doesn't it? Wow! Yeah, it I seems mean, pretty yeah. apparent. Yes. So you've got vehicles selling incredibly quickly. That being said, our expectation would be when you look at data for February, things are going to slow down at least a little bit. I mean, that's got to be the expectation. One would suspect it has to be. It's. February, for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's yeah, fair. It's it's February, and, and the last time I checked, it's still the shortest month of the year. Igor, with another comment here, use February to get a decent deal on used cars because dealers want to get rid of cars they sat on for a while looking while looking to restock their lots with newer, fresher inventory at lower wholesale costs. That's exactly how we're thinking about this yes. as well. And that's all going to come to a change. It's all going to change. Um, when we get into the spring selling season. Yeah, things yes. will look and feel a little in bit different. In the spring then. selling season, even though, uh, well, it is spring-like here today in Bethesda. It was 56 in Drizzlin when I when I drove to the office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is almost spring. Uh, we're, what, a week away? Yeah. No, Less no, no, no. than a week away. It's oh very close. God. Oh, my. We are a week away. I, I believe March 1st is next Tuesday. Breaking news, folks. There you have it. For those of you who didn't know, there's only 28 days in February this year. Now, toss on your headphones for just a quick minute here. You know, I I can't do that. Um, I've got two things for you today that we're going to turn to. But first, let me play it for you. Really? You You got to be kidding kidding me. Like take them off. That's how it works. Uh, That's how it works. Yes. All right. I got three stories that all tie together here for today's really, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Let's start here. Yeah. We've talked about the the ship that is unfortunately on fire and adrift off the coast of Portugal. You know what they say in the Navy, don't you? Ship happens. I hope that we can still monetize this video, even though I hope the AI doesn't think you just said. I said ship. Enunciate the P more. Ship. (laughs) happened so we've got this ship that is adrift yes we know the manifest now we know what was on the ship Four thousand vehicles 1100 porsches 1100 porsches so there's 1100 porsche owners that are disappointed because they can follow their vehicle how much how much porsche so we just said a moment ago there are 8400 subarus in dealer inventory right now how many porsches you think are in dealer inventory right now two thousand three maybe so eleven hundred is a hit. Oh yeah, 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 and then most of them are probably sold. Most oh, of them are probably ordered. But I, I bet you most of them are custom ordered. Yeah. So eleven hundred Porsches on yeah. that. We've also obviously got maybe it's not obvious to those Audis, Bentleys, Lamborghinis on there as well, and of course, uh, you know, your, your run of the mill yeah. VWs. Now you're here's uh-huh. here's here's They're what I'm thinking. Thrilled you said that. Yeah. So so the estimates range from three hundred to four hundred million dollars in expense. 
Now, here's what I'm thinking about. Well, you know, we originally extrapolated. We thought, okay, there's 4,000 cars at an average at a cost. We at said 50, 50, 50, yeah. And so we came up with 200 million. Yeah. And yesterday, when when um, the uh, F&I got us, Kimberly and I yeah. did the show, we said, you know, let's, 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 let's say, well, because there's Bentleys and Lambos on there, let's say it was 75,000 a car. Yeah. So that takes us up to 300 million. million. So that was my latest guess was 300 million yesterday. And, and that's probably like, yeah. Yeah. Now this is why it's really gotta be Kimmy. This, it sucks that this happened. Volkswagen says it wants to take Porsche public. Yeah. Yeah. How, how would you IPO in European history? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's say, yeah. Let's say you've got an insurance policy. Yeah, and then they do. Oh, they, oh, they that they boat do. does, and that and ship does. And, and let's say, and let's say it's got a I don't know four hundred million dollar uh, uh, cap. Yeah, cap. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that policy cost me a couple million or whatever. Yeah. What's one way you would potentially pay for that? Pop? Just take the company public, baby. Just all right, but, stockholders, yeah, but, you but, pay for it. But, but, I'm connecting but, the dots here, man. Well, not really. <laughs> this was premeditated. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you know, the, the, the thing is, this isn't going to cost Volkswagen anything. They're going to get paid for every one of those cars. You think so? The, the insurance, insurance company's going to yeah. pay for it. Man. Yeah, they're getting paid for every one of those cars. So they're not going public. Porsche's not going public to pay because, for this? No, no. Porsche's going public because it will allow Volkswagen to raise um, a poop ton of money. A shipload of a capital. A ship ton of money. Yeah, 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 really well. Now, one of the interesting storylines, and we're not going to talk about it too much right here because we don't yeah. have details on it yet, but yeah. it, it's down here. Future shipping risk. Yeah. Anderson's report also raised questions about the future risk of shipping EVs. Yeah. This incident underscores another safety warning about electric vehicles. The report said EVs rely on very large batteries with unusual fire risks. Um, the, the ship, the Felicity Ace, excuse me, built in 2005, undoubtedly carried fire suppression equipment in the cargo hold. Nonetheless, reports from the scene indicate that smoke from the burning vehicles overwhelmed the crew's ability to suppress the fire, resulting in the ship's so rapid are abandonment. They, are they saying? Let me hit this fire- last line. We do not know yet whether the EV batteries caused the fire or if they were ignited with the rest of the ship. In either case, the dire situation demonstrates a need to make potentially expensive safety investments to handle future extensive EV deliveries. Go ahead. Yeah, my question is, are they saying that the fire was caused by by the EV batteries in some of the vehicles? It's unknown, but but potentially. And and they do know that that has caused major challenges to putting the fire out because yeah. there's a couple things. And and I do just want to tie this together because you read the subheading here. A stop help a stock helping geez, stock listing, listing would help, help fund, fund VW's EV yeah. ambitions. Yeah. So they they are connected. They're they're obviously not going public or taking Porsche public to pay for this. That's that was a joke. But they're obviously connected in the sense that this no, but fire it's, it's has to some... be able to pay for dinner tonight. <laughs> Potentially. That's yeah. yeah. No, so so it's interesting. It's also in this article they talk about the ways that they're trying to put out the fire. Yeah. There's a couple interesting, you know, uh, uh, considerations. Ocean and I'm gonna, water's not not one of the pull ways. our background, our fire sale background up. Yeah. It's topical for this. No, there's a couple interesting things. You don't put out a battery fire with water. I don't know exactly foam or something. something. Yeah. You also on a ship can't use too much water. Obviously you can drain water off the ship, but like you could really like destabilize it. So there's all sorts of challenges. I can't even begin to imagine the uh, amount of work that goes into trying to coordinate firefighting in a, in a car. Well, well, let's, let's put it this way. If there's 22 people on board, because there were, there were, yeah, that was the size. They were rescued. That was the size of the crew. 22. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it doesn't seem to me that 22 people to fight a fire that's impacting, I don't know, 4,000 ah, Yeah, of course they got that, overwhelmed. I think you need a little larger fire department for that. No. Just say it. Now, it's, it's, it is way more difficult for the volunteer fire department to get to you in the middle of the ocean. Um, and, you know, so stuff happens. Volunteer fire <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. They're coming from the Azores, ladies and gentlemen. They definitely yeah. are. The AVP. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. Yeah, the, I'm reading the comments here. Um, Zeke asking, are car batteries more dangerous than gas tanks? I don't know. I think that's a that's like well, an I open question. Well, I will tell you question. one thing. They, they, they certainly don't put a lot of gas in any of these vehicles when they're shipped. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because when we would get them at the dealership after they came off the ships and after they came off the tray uh, the, the trucks, uh, you know, there was there was like an eighth of a gallon of gas in the cars. Really? I mean, there, there was enough to get you maybe to your local gas station. That was about it. Interesting. I mean, you know, the, the cars the cars come to the dealership, the, the ice cars with with very little gas in the gas tanks. Here you go. This is from Matt Koo. When ice cars ship, the batteries have to be always disconnected. disconnected. Yeah. There is also a similar thing for EVs precisely for that reason. This incident sounds like someone didn't do their job. Yeah. Or or I, I'm I'm still of the mindset that somebody flicked a, a cigarette and it didn't quite make it overboard. <laughs> I hope not, because <laughs> then that's negligence, and you don't get insurance payouts on negligence. That you know, it's interesting. We had to, I had to pass our the uh, Maryland insurance producer exam, so like I, I understand yeah. um, uh, some aspects of insurance nowadays, at least better than I used to. Yeah. Like I wonder which company's insurance policy is going to pay for this, because the shipping company, the company that was actually policy, chartering yeah. the 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 boat, they of course have you know like a general liability policy. One it's would assume, yeah. If they don't, they should. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it, it's. I'm just reading more of the comments from Zeke. I guess current intuition is that batteries are worse than gas, but I'm not sure if that intuition is true. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. We also had the experience a couple of years ago, right, with the Samsung phones and the planes. Like, I'm, there's... I'm just curious as to, uh, you know, when the when when EVs hmm. come off the production line, um, are they fully charged? That's a good question. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah or, no you know, are they fully charged or are they only partially charged? Um, and if they're only partially charged, is is the possibility? Does the possibility exist that while they're in transit, the batteries drain completely, and when you get to wherever they're going, they're deader than a. Uh, It'd be really great. I don't know if anyone from an OEM watches our channel. And um, if they don't, they should. It should be mandatory that <laughs> that every every high level management person at every OEM tune into this channel. Every day, Monday through Friday at noon, because they can get news that they could use. Well, I don't disagree. I, yes. I don't know if anyone heard that. But anyway, I would say it'd be very interesting to I'm get someone sure like Jim that. Farley All right, that's great. All right, let's turn to our last story yeah. of today, Probably Pops, not which comes yeah. from our friends over at Jalopnik. Yeah. I think they took this data from Cox Automotive or yeah. from Edmonds, one of the two. Even with the new car supply shortage, no one wants an Alfa Romeo. Can I raise my hand on this? Um, yeah, you can Okay, so... You know me, I lease cars. Yeah, typically. You know, yeah. And, and and I'm always looking for a bargain. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? I'm cheap. I admit it. I'm cheap. I am cheap. Okay? I want a bargain. Uh, I'm not in the industry anymore. I, I'm not registered with BMW or Mini as a, as a, uh, a dealership employee, so mm -hmm. I don't qualify for any of those programs anymore. Um, but I will say this. Hmm. At, at, like, upwards of four grand off on a... On a Julia yeah. or a Stelvio, yeah, and some cheap lease 
deals that they might have. What are the lease deals on Stelvios right now? Ryan? I I race Shevska. When my lease expires in December on my Mini, I, you know, because I don't. It's not like I put a lot of miles on a car. I'm gonna look right now. Give me a second. You know, I I I I, you know, I, it might be time for me to try Italian. Do you really think so? I love Italian food. How? <laughs> How much time do you want to spend at uh, uh, at the local Alfa Romeo? Would you do a Julia or a Stelvio? I do one or the other. All right, let me give me a second. Here. Yeah, I, I, my guess is the Julia is going to going to uh, lease for less. I'm just looking at what incentives yeah. are in place here. I'll share this on the screen with oh, everyone. I'm not first responder. Here are the current incentives. By the way, yeah. If you join YAA, yeah, this is what our team provides you. Like if you're working on a lease deal, for, yeah. Like we, whoops, we can give you. And give you this data. Yeah. So we've got a yeah. There's a five hundred dollar lease bonus cash. Okay. There's a conquest. I don't know if you'd get that from many. Yeah. You Boy, wouldn't get the nice loyalty. You yeah. You wouldn't yeah. get the loyalty. Wow. There's a fifteen hundred returning lessee offer. Ooh. And then there's nine hundred. There's a nine hundred dollar bonus cash. So there are there are incentives. There could be, ladies and That's gentlemen. Julia. Let's take a vote. There could be, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, an Alfa Romeo in my future. There really could be. I mean, you know, because how bad can it be if if you only drive like seventy five hundred miles a year? No, I, I I think you're probably right. I you know, I, yeah. I, you know every one of my minis has has. Uh, uh, here you go from our our in house lease expert space. Sadly, Julia still leased very badly. Must have something to do with that residual value. Yeah. Probably a zero. Uh, <laughs> you're you're paying all the depreciation. The Julia Quadrifolio, yeah, that is an incredible. Yeah, thing. well, I don't know that I need that. No, but, but you know, like, there could. Be, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll 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 see. I'm going to answer Raymond's question here in just a second, but yeah. I also want to pull up and just talk briefly about this. We launched a revised YAA membership, so join yaa.com/plans or come to the website and then click on plans and yeah. pricing. Yeah. Take a peek, peruse the page. Peruse. We got everything a bit more organized, and we're doing our best to help as many folks as possible. Can Meet I ask your a coaches. Space. Why? Why would we even organize it? I mean, it's so much more fun when you can't figure out where the stuff is or how it works. Yeah. So I actually just read an email. I want to give Phil a quick shout out. I yeah. just read an email to our uh, comes through our support desk, um, and the, I think it was like Monica or Melissa. She said re repeatedly, and I've done this before myself. Yeah. Uh, she said repeatedly. She said, "Give him a raise, buy yeah. him a beer. Yeah. He's like a lifesaver." Like so many great things about Phil. I've heard him about Justin, Justice. So, Mario, so when we go Kimberly, boating, we, the only person I haven't heard it about that. Me, me. I mean, but, that so, so what do you? So, but what do you say if we go boating next summer? Uh, we should take Phil with us because he's a lifesaver in case I go overboard. When you inevitably do. Yeah. So anyway, join YA if you're interested in working a car deal anytime soon. Raymond asks, when do you think Ford will accept X Plane again? That is dealer by dealer. That's yeah. That's it's they're. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with Ford. It's got everything to do with their dealer body. And space with the number for you, 46% residual on a jewelry. Oh, oh, my. Oh, my God. And that's amidst <laughs> a time when used car prices are, have traditionally been appreciated. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, that's, Bob's. That's only about 16 or 18 points less <laughs> than my mini. That's insane. That is. All right. That's the update for today. Thank you for watching. Thanks yeah. for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of the YAA hey, community. And congratulations on your marathon. Ooh, yeah. You did a personal best. Because I finished. You my first it. ever marathon. But but it, but any way you look at it, it's a it's a PB, buddy. Look at this, Ted. Look at this. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Mm -hmm. I I I am the the king of milking like 
personal events. This is my LinkedIn. I look, look at this. Did you read this yet? No, oh, I have come not. On. Look yeah. at this. Like this is so tech bro-y. I'm not sure if I'm proud of myself or not. Okay. Well, I'll read it later. No, no. I mean, read it right now. We're live on the internet. That's okay. Here, I'll read it to you. The saying, say, the saying. The saying. The saying. It is a marathon, not a sprint. Has never resonated more deeply with me than right now. God, I hate this. this. This past weekend, I completed my first marathon. And while I spent four hours on the course, it was four hours and 24 minutes, buddy, on the course, I couldn't help but draw connections between my longest run and the journey I'm currently experiencing as an entrepreneur. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Toss your headphones on. Let me continue. During the race, I wanted to stop and quit many times. Fortunately, I didn't. As an entrepreneur, I felt those exact same emotions. The reasons I finished the race and the reason I feel so committed to being an entrepreneur are rooted in the same sentiment, a sentiment that was beautifully captured by Viktor Frankl in Man's Search for Meaning. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Wow. I can't believe you pulled Viktor Frankl into this. He's, I am man, that is such a good book. Yeah. That, yeah, that book's it. And look, yeah. I got this like cute little photo. Well, that's, you know, it's all Photoshopped. It's all Photoshopped. No, that's, that's look at My you. My medal. Yeah, you got Amen. a medal. Amen. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we're, we're very proud of you for for taking on that challenge and um, and for uh, completing the task at hand. Where is that bar if I cut? Don't follow me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I wasn't even proud of that I, I thought I read that really well that was in, fantastic. My, in my best radio voice. All right, let's call it a day, Pops. Okay, let's call it Tuesday. Thank you, sir. Thank you. See you, guys. And see everybody. See you again here tomorrow at noon with news that you can use. You proud of that? Not at all. <laughs> Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. soon.